Welcome to The Blend. Man, what's up, listeners? Hey. Just got back from a wonderful, wonderful ass dinner. Magnanimous. At my, uh, Unbelievable. I'm going to go ahead and just put it up there. Like, I, I normally say one of my favorites, but I'm going to go ahead and, like, I'm going to go get us some crown. What? I think I'm going to get the crown. Because I had to do some soul searching, and I was like, man, Bottled and Bond. Bottled and Bond, Frisco, Frisco Texas. Frisco, Texas is hey. officially man. my favorite restaurant. Yeah, yeah. So, and just to outline the experience real quick, like, so you go in, you know, like, I remember the first couple times I went, I'm like, man, service is slow. But service isn't slow, I'm at a damn bar. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So, Correct. they get your drinks out, you know what I'm saying? But the kitchen is like, it's a bar. The drinks are phenomenal, but the food is it's magnanimous. Hey, young Neff went with us for the first time. Splendiferous. And he was like, man, y'all go ahead. I'm like, nah, bro, I'll push your reservation back an hour. I like, I need you to have this you experience. Need to I have almost didn't make it. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I made it for sure. Hey, real quick, shout out to Jason and his wonderful team. Yeah. Lacey, y'all over at Bottled and Bond, I know y'all only, we, you know, we are at the reopening of places. They can only do 25% capacity. But hey, listeners, Frisco, North Texas, uh, South Texas, whatever. If you visit in the Frisco area, I don't tell them too much, babe, because I don't, I don't, I want to be able to go in there and get my food. Hey, we 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 need to spread the news, man. <laughs> Show the love. This is a this place That's is one food. of a kind. Like, the whole experience is great. Like this was historical. This is the first, the first place that we ventured out to, um, really and truly since we've been. Quarantine. Yeah, and, and the dining experience like, like about two and a half hour experience. Yeah, yeah. Like Social it's... distancing uh, guidelines met. Twenty five percent capacity guidelines met for this particular shop. But um, seriously, shout out to the brother Jason, man. Like he has a top notch, grade A sure. spot. We even we even brought uh, an objective view. You know, yeah. never been there. Coming from another state, another city. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We'll talk about his experience, but I, I had to throw that in. I didn't want no to problem, no bust problem. you up, Pete. But what you did, though. I, you know, I did. I <laughs> but no, seriously. The experience is just so great. It, it is. It's a great experience all the way around. Like I, I tell everybody, you know, expect two, two and a half hours, three and a half if you're having a really good time. But uh, it, it's, it's a great place to be, man. Great place to go. And so, when restaurants reopening, that was the first place we picked. First place on purpose. On purpose. That's hard. And um, the experience was not bad. Yeah. You know, I'm not talking about like bottom and bond itself, but I'm talking about just the experience of going out to a restaurant, you know, with, with lower capacity and all of that. Like the experience was, honestly, this sounds really bad, but I actually enjoyed it better than, you know, a normal space. Saturday night when it's just packed. Yeah. Um, yeah. More laid back. Yeah, it's just real laid back and chill, and you know I didn't feel rushed in any kind of way. And now I never feel rushed there, but just rushed in general. It, it was it was cool. Like I did not feel like once you walk in the doors and you sit down, it's like back to normal, right? Mm-hmm. Like you see some people with masks on, you see some people that don't have masks on. You know, I think everybody working there was wearing masks, but uh, most of the people that were there, I say everybody that I saw there, that was just dining in the establishment did not have on masks, mm-hmm. and. Honestly, it sounds crazy. But then again, uh, people go hate me for this. So I'm going to get hate mail and shit. But I really, I haven't been wearing masks unless I go to like 
a Lowe's or a Walmart where social distancing is just not going to happen. Pete. I'm not dissing them. But think about it. Like, you're stuck at home and you start, you go out in your backyard and you're like, damn, I can at least plant some flowers in this mug. I can do something. So everybody goes to Lowe's and starts doing all these home projects because they got the time. And so those places are always going to be crowded. Walmart's right. just Walmart. I mean, it's... it's Walmart is, <laughs> yeah. Walmart is, is Frankenstein. It's its own beast in itself. So Walmart is always going to be crowded. So in places like that, I do wear a mask. But if I'm going, like, to AutoZone or something like that, you know, just to grab a battery or something or, you know, some small tools or whatever, I'm not... Low activity. Yeah, low activity. I'm, I'm really not wearing a mask. I know. So I do sanitize my hands every time, but I don't... Go all crazy with the mask shit. That's so, just... so let's let's do this. How about we just make this topic then? You know how y'all feel about the overall reopening? Let's let's start there in all things. How does that sound? Works for me. Cool? Works for me. All right, let's get it then. For go 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 go. You got. It. I mean, it's a. I mean, it's a situation where we we kind of have to. Exactly. We have to, from a money perspective, and as a country, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. People got to get back to. I mean, they have to figure out. Serious. Oh, all that. See, Look, we started see, talking Siri, to Siri already. already. They watching us. You gonna have to put. That's why I got the other kind of phone. Oh, we ain't gonna start this. We ain't gonna start this cell phone war. But go ahead. But no, nah, it's no war when you. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Hit the button and blow these fools up. Wow. Anyway, go ahead. They, they're the ones with that camera, you know. Right. Pixelated, you know. It's Come just, on, pixelation. It's all kind of, man. Mm -hmm. Eight bit. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sold the channel for the cheapest price. <laughs> go ahead, though. I'm listening. But no, it, it's a situation where, I mean. Wow, phone. <laughs> I'm listening. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. You're saying too much, Pete. It's a, it's Don't a, hate. It's a situation go where ahead. I feel like, yeah, people who or in the service industry, like the people that served us today, like they seem pretty happy about getting back to yeah. the opportunity to be able to make money, right? Yeah. Not only that, be able to get back to what they were doing before. But I mean, but I do see the other side. It's just like, I do believe the numbers will increase because we have to move so fast to get back into, you know, normal economics and how stuff was running before. So it's mm -hmm. it's balance, you know. We, the number, the numbers like, are going to go up, but wait, the the economies hopefully will be able to balance itself out. When we'll you see. say the numbers will increase, what numbers? COVID. Oh, yeah, COVID cases, number, of course. Number of COVID cases. Yeah, the, oh, number, okay. the number of COVID oh, cases sure. will substantially sure. increase because, I mean, they have already proven from a statistical standpoint, they've already increased already. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, so they've already increased. So it's the proof is already there, but this is about... The threshold of how much are you willing to let the numbers increase? How fast are they increasing versus mm -hmm. how is the economy balancing? That's really the game you have to play. Mm -hmm. And if the economy is not balancing the proper way, you know, because you know, people might be scared to go outside, then we might have to go through another period where we, okay, well, since people are you know, not going outside or not going to work or people, too many people getting sick, mm -hmm. shut this whole thing down again and that might be a lot longer than what people really want and the whole thing what would that look like though what, what do you feel like that would look like based on what we've already seen uh, occur on this first wave because I, mean, I think we're still in uh, the first wave the, what they're calling a wave like yeah. phases we're still in I think like if you had to put this on a scale like an elementary scale right I think mm -hmm. the I think the US mm -hmm is probably somewhere in between the pre-K and first grade phase of this whole thing. 
That's yeah. That's what I think. Especially if the if the symptoms are increasing. You yeah. think we're what? I think we're in middle school. Yeah, the you sim- really do. The uh-huh. symptoms are okay. increasing. Like we, I mean, yeah, I brought the article. What the worst shit? Yeah. What mm-hmm. the worst shit? Mm-hmm. Per capita. Oh, you mean peak wise? Yeah. Like we're you believe we're at our peak? No, no, I don't believe we're at our peak. I think we're in middle school. Middle school. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's gonna. I, I really think it's gonna drop a little bit and then it's gonna mm-hmm. spike, and then I think it's just gonna go away. Um, the crazy part for me though is like, what the hell do you do? Exactly. I mean, do you let the bottom fall out? You can't let the bottom fall out. No. The United States is too big to fail. And we can't keep printing money. We're literally printing money. Oh, you need, you three, need a $1,200 stimulus? Three, cool. chill, three trillion uh, the, through the house they're, they're just yesterday? One. Oh, they, they already passed it again? I don't I don't know. Somebody fact checked me. But I know they, they talked about it. Was for on, another, it was on the table one. as recently as yes, Thursday and yesterday. We can't three, do that. Uh, a trillion. That, that's, how, that's, how you, that's how you start a depression. Yeah, and so you you can't keep printing money. You just can't keep doing that. And our money's already backed by bullshit. So it's like you really can't print the money. So true. with that, the country really had no choice but to start to open back up. Now the crazy part about it is, it's like you have a group of people that are scared out of their damn minds, mm-hmm. and then you have people who kind of like me is like, hey, it is mm. what it is. Yeah. And I think that there are more people genuinely starting to feel like me. And here's the deal. People are like, ah, oh, well, that's because you don't know anybody. I know some people very close to me that had it, and I have some friends almost die over this shit. Yes. Like, for real. For sure. But, for sure. And, and, you know, no knock to them. I think for whatever reason, they were susceptible to it. I think there are a lot of people that aren't susceptible to it. That's just my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I also think that there are some people that are just susceptible to it. Like, it's just what it is. Okay. My mom was talking about blood type. I think that could have something to do with it. See, yeah, I was talking about it a little bit. Blood type? Yeah, based on what kind of blood type. I read something about vitamin C deficiencies. And that's the other part. Nobody knows, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Every day it's a new article. Like, if you sneeze twice in the morning. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, it makes some stupid shit just to, just to have a story to say, hey, this is what might cause COVID. That's hilarious. But the reality of it is I really don't think they know, oh, which is why we don't, don't have a vaccination. Well, they because know and they don't want to tell on. They don't know. They right. don't know. These are interesting. We're not making any money off this. Like, this is not a profitable deal. Only people profiting right now are the hospitals. And the people that are getting ready to try to push mandatory vaccines, they are the ones profiting. And the people behind them. Government. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they making money. Some, there's some people that... No, there's some people making, making money, money. But but everybody... But it's not a cycle, right? Yeah. You, it's one-sided. You have some people making money and a whole bunch of people that ain't making money. And you can't make money when everybody else is broke. It does you no good to have all the money if nobody else has money. Mm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. there's never, never any more that, money. Yeah. So with that, yes. So things have to flow. And if the bottom fell out of the economy, I mean, if we'd have went three more weeks with nothing, the bottom would have fell out of this economy. Because the only thing holding us up was restaurants, uh-huh. gas stations, hospitals, and quote-unquote essential work. So you're saying without And forgive those... me with the quote-unquote, y'all. I'm not talking about true essential workers. I'm talking about... Mortgage companies. Uh, no offense right, to people that work in mortgage, but it's not essential. So, mm-hmm. so when it you is, say, so when you say these these are the ones that were sustaining us in this period before the phased opening of things, what does the bottom falling out look like? Okay, so let, let's let's run a uh, let's run it up the chain, right? Okay. So my name is Joe Blow. I work mm-hmm. for ABC Company. Mm-hmm. ABC company has furloughed me, or let's say even laid me off, 
Mm-hmm. You know, with, with promise to rehire once everything opens, but they had to lay me off. Mm-hmm. So now I'm depending upon unemployment. I'm getting unemployment. Okay. Joe Blow's company is paid into unemployment. Once unemployment runs out, Joe Blow's company has to basically go to trial to say, hey, I want to keep paying this guy. Or, no, I don't. If they do decide to pay me, then guess what? Joe Blow's company is responsible for it. Mm-hmm. If the government has to do it, it's going to be at a lesser rate, but the government's going to pay. Still money coming out, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not making enough to, I'm making enough to buy groceries. I'm making enough to maybe cover my, I'm like, I can't make my car note. I'm making enough to buy groceries yeah, you just, and, and just bare minimums, right? To survive, basically. Like, like truly I can't, basic survival, living survival yeah, yeah. items. Right. Yeah. I can't make my mortgage. Mm-hmm. I can't make my car note. Okay? Mm-hmm. So with those two things, I can't make those. So I worked out a deal with them to where I can pay them later. Right. The banks and the, the banks. mortgage companies. Yeah, the, this was called the banks. Right. The, the banks. The banks. You're, correct. Point, You're yeah. correct. You're correct. So I'm correct. paying the banks later. The banks, the banks have people they got to pay. That money comes from somewhere. Mm. So if you got a whole bunch of Joe Blows that aren't making their payments. They call that in. So for the song, and I, I, even, I even go somewhere different. So let's say Joe Blow lives in an apartment, right? And he doesn't make his uh, rent. And the apartments understand they let everybody pay later. But later doesn't come to really truly later. So you have all these operation costs you have to run as an apartment complex that you can no longer afford. Ooh. And now you're asking for your money. From people that don't have money, from people that can't give them money. money. Right. That's crazy. You see what I'm saying? So that's why I said the bottom would fall out. And guess what happens to the guy that owns the apartment complex? He might own seven of them. Right. And everyone's like, oh, he's rich. Yeah, he was rich. (laughs) Was. But it's one thing to get money every month, you know, in lump sum, you know, 80, 90, 100,000, you know, millions even. And then those millions or those hundreds of thousands get cut off. There are very few people that the true wealthy people. Live lesser than what they make. Oh, they live below their means. That's that's the sign of wealth. That's the sign of wealth. And, 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 Message. But the reality of wealth today is, yeah, I bought a G4. Could have bought the G5, but I went ahead and sacrificed and bought the G4. Correct. I don't want to do too much. Correct. You see, like people are really, it sounds crazy, but that's wealth. And mm-hmm. so when you have people that are living at their means... Mm-hmm. Or even most people living beyond their means now. Right. You can't afford to have people not showing up to work. You can't afford to have people not being able to pay because eventually you're going to start paying because they got somebody, you got somebody, you got to pay. And so, mm-hmm. like I said, it's just a chain reaction of the bottom falling out. Because once that person fails, it's just, man, it's a boulder that rolls downhill and gets big as a snowball. It gets mm-hmm. bigger and bigger and bigger. And by the time it gets to the little guy, the little guy gets crushed. Man. You know what I'm saying? Well, so we have to come back. So from 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 your perspective, you know, I mean, you're, I hate to always say it, but it is what it is. I like to get different mm-hmm. perspectives, right? You're, we're, we're talking, we just heard from the perspective of somebody within like a 40 plus group. Yeah. You're within 25, hey, 40. 30. Ain't no plus. Okay. Yeah. All right. Pete. I'm at the line. Hey, I'll say this, this. this. You've heard it here I'll, first. I'll, I'll say, so from a, from the millennial perspective. From the millennial perspective. Right. Yeah, man. The so ones that are actually paying or, bills. Okay. Let's, let's, in a position yeah, let's take to pay from, bills and work 25 right. to 30, right. but 30, really, yeah, Most people coming out of fresh out of coming out of college just got, might have gotten a job maybe one or two years yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or people that might have dropped out. Whatever you are in this right. situation. In right. this situation right now, for a lot of people... From the people that I've talked to, you know, through my job, and I ask them a question like, how are you holding up in this whole COVID thing? Right. A lot of people say, man, honestly, I'm all right, you know? Yeah. You know, that's that's, that's the honest answer from most people in my age group, you know? Mm-hmm. Because I think it's, 
it gave, it gave us a moment of clarity to really slow down. Yeah, you know what come I mean? on now. Because our, our generation, we move way too fast. So I think this was a one once in a lifetime situation where everybody was able to be at the same tempo, right? Mm. A lot of people move at different tempos. Social media make you move Man, a little too fast. I think everybody, I think everybody got mellowed out, and we all sitting down at the same tempo, and we're forced to have to like deal with yourself from a self development perspective. Deal with anything that you you might have just put off on the side. Like it's a lot of stuff mm. that for us. Yeah, you might not be able to get money. Yeah, they, you might have got laid off, but you really didn't have any stake in it. For us, we didn't really have too much of a, you know, somebody that might have owned a business maybe 10, 15 years in. Yeah, this is tough for you. Like, you've worked a long time right. to really build this up and then for it to be snatched out of the, from underneath you. But for us, this is like, man, most people in our age group got a serious job maybe, what, last year, two years ago, right, right. when they got out of college. Right. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's this. But I think from, from my perspective, from what I've been seeing, um, we just, I think we... We're getting creative too. Like, I mean, look at the stuff that's going on on social media. Come on now. Yeah, there's going to be a lot that comes out of this. And super even, creative. Like, yeah. super, super creative. And even from a business owner standpoint, mm-hmm. man, well, and I say this with all praises to God that's blessed me and my business, but a nigga's tired. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it, it sounded bad, but those, those these last kind of two months that I've had off, yeah, I ain't been off for 14 years. Yeah, that, and like I said, true. people come yeah. up on social media and be like, "Oh yeah, you was in Jamaica, yeah, with a cell phone, yeah, yeah, with a cell with a cell phone, phone. with a laptop." Did you? Was with you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, cell phone. I, I really have not been able to detach it. Even this, I wasn't able to detach. But this is probably the most detached I've been since I started. Hey, my listeners, business. the first time Key and Pete able to take a vacation and 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 Pete don't literally like <laughs> don't have to worry about a phone. That's going to be the most epic picture ever your ass probably gonna be parasailing or something or dangling your cell phone I'm in the air suit. while you parasailing for real being a squirrel like suit. straight up <laughs> he said a squirrel <laughs> suit i'm off a mountain in a squirrel at suit. that point man look. why not but, go but, on my forehead but you're right it's do not like, disturb forever like yeah, do for not real. like like a for real for real do not disturb i won't have access to emails forget your out of office notice i am not available the day you do that, Pete, I know that I I know that I will probably cry. Yeah, me because too. Because it, it it just hasn't happened. It, but, it just hasn't, but I, I know it will. Yeah. Well, that's the ill part. Like so for a lot of people it was an opportunity to get rest. Yes. Yeah. You know? Ooh, come on, Mark. Because S-T. but because here, here let's let's talk about my state in this, right? Man. Yeah. If you've been poor and been broke, yeah. This ain't shit. This ain't nothing. Right. I mean, how many Business stretches have you usual. had? How many stretches have you had where you didn't have a job for three or four um, months? The only flip, the you only flip to it though is okay. Like you said, everybody, we this we this level it. field is we all on the we same playing field, we man. So it's hey, not let just me, a select group. No, come more. on, it's, now. Not, it's not a select group. But I'm just saying though, if you've been poor. Oh, this yeah. is this is this is hey, it is what it is. I was talking about dropping the bucket. Yeah, I was talking I'm about saying, I'm not saying that poor people. We've been this, having to make do. What what y'all got? So for those people, it's kind of a whole different experience. It's really right. just it's a justified chill, right? Yeah. And right. then for the quote unquote middle class, you know, I mean, let's be real. A lot of middle class people could work from home. They really could. So a lot of middle class people work from like if you kept your job, you nine times out of ten you work from home. Yeah. yeah. So with yeah. that. You really didn't feel the pinch like that. Some people did. Yeah. But yeah. There, there's a huge bulk that did not. Yeah. And then but the wealthy is getting paid off of the middle class and the poor. Yeah. So 
I mean, you feel a pinch too, but at the same time, you're still living. So let me say this, and this is the only thing I bring up about work, right? But for that period, for those people is like that didn't feel the pinch, the production increases. I can't wait to see the reports and the white papers, things that come out of this, because there is absolutely not going to be a way for anybody to deny that people really do get a lot of stuff done when they work from home, probably more so more. than when they have to go to the organization's brick and mortar. So... I told, I mean, the I, flip side of that is I hope the companies and organizations that see where they can change to maximize productivity, they actually do it and don't go back to business as usual. The, the bottom, no, I, this is the, I think this is the perfect segue for all companies to go ahead and just do that. Because it's, at the end of the day, it's, bottom line is what matters. If I don't have to pay for a building, bricks and mortar. <laughs> if I have to pay for a building and I can have everybody overhead. at the house, like, are you serious? You know how much money they make? If every company is going to look at this and be like, yeah, we need to go ahead and just, even if it's a trash, you know, a, you know, whatever laptop they give somebody, like, people will be, I think this is the new norm. I think by the end of the decade, that you might be so? everybody. I disagree. Not all industries, though. Not all industries. I'll tell you I mean, why. Like you and why. stuff like that. Like, well, from from a business from a from a business standpoint, one of the easiest write offs that you can have is is brick and mortar. The building is the yeah, building of itself. Course, yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? You need that write off. So with that write off, I mean, <laughs> you win. And so while yeah, it's beneficial, you'll probably lose more money with people staying home than you would by actually having a building because you don't get some of these write offs that you get. Through just having a building. And it's selfish and it's crazy. But that's why some places you're gonna see it's gonna be business as usual. But they can keep the they can keep but if you let's go deeper into like the so if you keep the building, right? And you put in everybody employees in what is called a flex flex position, right? They might come in maybe two days out of the week and then you know they can be home for the rest of the week. Sounds great. You but cut your building, you come. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, but if you pay for it, you want to utilize. It. I feel what you're saying. They, they, you cut utilities doing that, right? If you're not occupied the entire week, they're gonna cut costs. If they're gonna keep the building, they're gonna be able to. There will learn. You'll cut that cost, cost, but that, that's a cost that you don't get on the other end of your taxes. That's what I'm saying. Like as a business owner, like sometimes it's like, hey, you know, you're a client of mine. Let me take you out to eat. I don't really have a desire to spend four hundred dollars on a dinner, mm -hmm. but I'll do it because that's either four hundred dollars that I get to enjoy with my client. Mm -hmm. Or I gotta give it up in Texas. Yeah, and so that's what I'm saying. I, I feel I what you're saying. You yeah, but I think that part, like if they change some tax codes, I'm, sh all day long. Yeah, all day it long, could people be. could do it. It could man. be because I, you, I think they never, did it. You, you, they, yeah, they they might end up doing that. They might end up making it to where it might be, be a dope ass lucrative. Law. It'd be a lucrative for a, a company or a business to do that. Hey, you might become a senators. It'd be a nice builder <laughs> right in where companies could take a write off as if they still have brick and mortar, but didn't have to have it. Well, I mean, this whole, the game is to play it from an ownership and business perspective anyway. They always make the law, I mean, well, not always, but now we have somebody in office that's going to make oh, corporate a lot of, the laws, you know. Corporate, corporate corporations make the laws. Yeah. So, so, They're called lobbyists. Yeah. So if they if they, if they want it, they can get it passed. If if it's going to increase the, the agenda, you know, the so this all the whole thing and the whole madness with COVID, however you want to look at it. But see, the issue is though is like back to economy, right? Back to that cycle, back to the bottom falling out. Mm. There's so much that comes with somebody that drives to work every day. Yeah, they stop and get gas, they get coffee, right? Come they get gas now. and coffee. Living witness. They grab That's a donut. True. They grab a donut. A or they grab a little breakfast from fast food. You right? You know what I'm saying? They take a lunch. They're gonna go somewhere get lunch. 
Yeah. Um, they're gonna spend two hours of their work day online shopping because the they're bored of shit. Sitting in traffic. Oh, no, I'm talking <laughs> online shopping. I ain't oh. talking about that part. <laughs> but yeah, they're gonna they're gonna do something on, on social media. <laughs> you know, so it's like all these things, right? They're gonna stop somewhere on the way home, more than likely. They're gonna stop something. So it's like, but if you're home, it's like, hey, I got lunch meat. You know what I'm saying? I get through. I had leftovers from yesterday's dinner. Right. Uh, I don't have to. I, I can make my own breakfast. You know what they're gonna eat? Huh? You know what they're gonna eat? Who? Online shops. Online shops. Hey. And grocery stores. E-commerce. The goats forever. Straight yeah. up. So that's what I'm saying. So it's like you have these things when you're home. It's like I ain't got to get out. I'm not getting out. But when you have to get out, you're out. And so you get in the mode of being out. And so that's why the economy has to open back up is because there's so many people that are suffering. We're lobbyists, right? It's it's more so about how much money you bring to the table to be able to put some certain people in positions. Do you think companies like, you know, the Amazons, they already doing it, really. But, I mean, as more online companies emerge and become successful, do you think there will be a, an extreme tilt? Because I could see what you're basically explaining is, yeah, to where, like, you have people who have physical businesses that have to have a certain number of people fighting with people who are just strictly doing completely virtual online sales and fighting to get people in positions to be able to get laws for either group. But it's saying it's already happening right now. But but uh, I don't think there's a fight with that. Because let's be real, and I, and I mean this with all due respect, mm-hmm. for me and Key, our mall experience, when we were your age mm-hmm. versus your mall experience, are two completely different experiences. That's true. Explain. So Break it down. I'm breaking down when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Remember that Sears catalog? The Hell big boy? yeah! Could God go around a circle? That shit like a phone book. Bible. I remember check seeing mark. that from my grandma. I want this. And, I want this. And you go and like he, he <laughs> said, you circle shit. You fold a page down. You do all the different things to mark what you wanted. But back to school and Christmas shopping. Hey, big difference. You might not get <laughs> Heart, half. Hearts broken. Yeah, but they might not get half the shit in there. Damn. But you still circle. It gave you opportunity to dream. Something yeah. to look forward to. Yeah. But that was big because the stores didn't have that inventory always. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. the magazine had it. So they would ship it to the store and you could come pick it up. Correct. Today, Sears is struggling. Yeah. I don't even know they, Sears I mean, is like they don't they're barely operating yeah, they're operating I mean they're, they're basically yeah, they had Kmart level I mean what's the they're, they're they're like, they are much. but they're like more of an appliance store now correct like, appliance home store and and, and, and online second hand too yeah and second hand that's tough having to go from where you were to that but hey here's the deal but man you have to be able to adapt. adapt but but that's the thing online came in so quickly that those people could not adapt Correct. I think Macy's is in trouble, if I'm not mistaken. I was at I, I think so. When I used to work at Target, I used to work at Target Distribution Center. This right. back like three years ago. Right, right, right. Early the, in the college years. In the meeting in the meetings, they would for like they because our whole thing was we basically fill up trucks, whatever like that, to be able to get online. Yeah. But how they broke it down in the meetings, they said our competition is the Amazons of the world. This is at Target. Yeah. They would they would have Amazon like that would be like a target on the board. Right. Every time that we would come in for a meeting, people would say, Yep, so we need we're not pacing at this pace for online sales. They're doing this. Walmart would be here and then Target would be here. So like these companies, like some if you don't adapt fast enough, man, like yeah, you get you lost in the sauce. Like dust. it's crazy. Can, so, can, can I say real. this though? No. What? <laughs> God, you almost made him choke on his bed. Seriously though, um, it's kind of like what happened to Blockbuster, right? Man. 
it, it's what happened to AOL. Man, y'all better adapt. Yeah. And again, last, last, like, profession reference, right? But I think organizations internally need to wake up to that same philosophical understanding that, hey, some new stuff, some new ideas, some new ways of doing things are coming. Either you're going to adapt or you're going to fold. No, and, and what I mean by that is I'm sure Blockbuster never thought it would be them. Never. I'm almost certain AOL thought, oh, man, we got it figured out. I'm sure MySpace said yep. we got it figured out. But do you know why? You know what I'm saying? But do you know why they failed? <laughs> why? It's because they never took time to give a shit about what their customers thought. That's exactly right. That's what I'm saying. Convince, what are the difference? Convince, what, what's the difference between customers sales, and employees? In sales, they always say convenience will always trump. Anything. What's like, the, quality, like think about think about Blockbuster. Quality. Like so, let's look at Blockbuster and Redbox, right? Mm-hmm. Let's oh, look at those man. two. Let's just look at them real quick. Right, so, right, right. you can have two hundred and forty-five dollars worth of late fees of Blockbuster, right? And you got two hundred forty-five dollars worth of late fees of Blockbuster, right? For one movie. One damn. Red, Redbox is like, hey, the movie costs fifteen dollars. If your ass owe. <laughs> More than fifteen dollars is yours. It's yours. Own it. If you like it that much, keep the shit. We'll charge Please, you fifteen dollars and we'll keep pushing. Yes. But Blockbuster wants to ruin your credit and all Tash this other stuff. Be, Blockbuster wanted retarded. to do what the dang uh, they got too greedy. And and Blockbuster was destroyed by somebody who was like, I'm not paying three hundred dollars for no goddamn uh yeah. The VHS. And not only did he do that, he said, not only am I not paying your fees, I'm going to create a company mm-hmm. that's going to destroy you. And yeah. that's exactly and what he did. Ass. Immediately. That, that's yeah. folklore, with, y'all. With, I, got, I, got to double, I got to double check that. But you have to, uh, within a year. I've heard the story before, but I don't know. I haven't researched to know if it's but true. So the, I'll say that's the folklore. Oh, the, I got you. The most, I respect that. The, I do think that this whole work from home situation Whatever happens, I do think it will. If it's not already a tug of war mm-hmm. with companies that don't want to adapt or can't, they feel like I'm gonna I'm not too lazy to adapt. They're just stuck in the ways of old thinking. They'll be done, right? They'll be done. They'll, they'll fizzle out, you know. And we'll then read people, about them. Yeah, for real. It'll be an article. You remember Montgomery Wards? Oh I've heard, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. you heard of them? Do you remember going there? <laughs> I remember no. going. Listen, I gotta tell y'all a story. The Montgomery Ward. <laughs> shout out to Kansas City, Kansas, Wanda County. Hey. The dot. Our Montgomery Wards was the best ever she because you know hands. why? She got the prayer hands. She got the prayer she hands. You know about eyes closed, y'all with prayer, <laughs> with prayer hands. That's Whatever. What she Take a for picture. Real. I'll post it for <laughs> you. With the candle on. But like. this Montgomery Wards, we had a deli. This deli made the absolute best grilled cheeses a man could ever, a man, woman, or child could ever have tasted. Yes, yeah, shout out to Montgomery Wards. Hey, shout out to because you were completely humble key over yeah, here. Yeah, I'm talking man. about humble. Smart Listen, like y'all don't know me. Indulgence? Oh, don't nobody, you say that word and don't nobody know what that is unless you were in like them towns like a KCK or somewhere in Lincoln, Nebraska, yeah, or Iowa. Small, but yeah. what about the original Amazon? Service merchandise. 
I never heard Basically, of you never heard of Surface No, they, they went out of business before he was even I born. Never, really? I never heard of Surface Oh, yeah, because that, that was, was like 91, 90. No, he was born in 94. But, well, I mean, but he wouldn't remember. I wouldn't remember it. Oh, that's true. That's true. It was like, because, um, yeah, so Surface Merchandise was like a oh, store. Man. had this giant-ass catalog, right? Yes, giant. the fun catalog. And, again, you could order the catalog and go through it at your house. You go to the store and they got this massive-ass catalog. That you hoped your parents saw. And like there's no store. store. There's no there's no storeroom floor. If there is, it's like certain like okay, this is a whole couch table set up, this and that, but it's real small. It was all phone orders it was warehouse. and deliveries. It's a big ass warehouse right. with a small storefront. Before the internet. And so basically you you you'd order what you want, it would take like two to four weeks, and then they call you to come pick up your shit. From a particular store or what you know. Yeah, whatever. there was no delivery. You had to literally go get it. So if you had a truck, Never it was a business. Curve. They probably didn't do it because, I mean, a lot of companies still do that now, but they were definitely ahead of the curve. I don't know they were ahead of the curve, but the out. convenience part wasn't there. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah. It but, you, but you see it how, but you see how, it, you see how, you know, so many people spend time per industry worrying about their key stakeholders, right? Like in, in let's just say in the retail profession, their For customers, sure. the customer's always right. Our number one customer is the is shit. the customer. Wait, wait, Pete. I know. I'm listening. Our number saying. one customer, our number one stakeholder, is uh, the customer. Uh, probably number two is our uh, is is our buyer relationships, right? Because they are mm. the ones that stock the shelves with the people that customers want to see. Right. If we don't treat those two people right, we don't have a business. Nobody t- thought about back then the integration and, and how all of those things were interrelated from a convenience standpoint. Right. So now God, so now we're dealing with an environment where you don't have a choice. Now you see it. Last year, shout out to the Blend Podcast, almost coming up on a year anniversary hey. on Juneteenth. Hold Give up. us another month. Hey. We're going to go live on video. And it's, all that good it's gonna stuff. It's going to be different. Man, it's going to be different. But... You think about the evolution from just 20, 2019 to 2020 and how people think about who are our real stakeholders. Yeah. That whole conversation has changed in a matter of 60 days. Yeah. 60 days, man. For sure. Like, what, what, if nobody's paying attention, woe to you. Woe to you. Right, Whether you you're a, a nonprofit, for profit, Big company, big business, too big to fail, individual, woe to you if you're not thinking about that. High blood, low blood, no blood at all. No blood pressure at all. Oh, come on, James Cleveland. <laughs> 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 As Kevin said, I don't care. You got high blood, low blood, no <laughs> blood at all. Jesus, go fix it. Hey, <laughs> hey no, Damn. no, no, no. In this case, logicalness, logic, logical thought, and, and just... Transparency is gonna fix awareness. It. Awareness and awareness, awareness. is gonna fix if, it. If you if you don't sit back, I mean, because I've thought about all the different ways that we could do things different mm-hmm. as a company. So it's like if you don't sit back and think about what you can do different, man. What kind of to, fool is woe you? Woe to you! <laughs> That's the word. <laughs> woe, woe to you! What woe. kind of fool is you? That's on. Shout out to woe. Dick Gregory. <laughs> woe. Shout out to Dick Gregory. Yeah, shout out to Dick Gregory. Did sound bite on last week's podcast, man. We was kind of heated, kind of upset, but yeah, shout out to Dick Gregory. But the other thing that these companies are starting to realize is people don't give a shit about us, and I don't mean that in the wrong kind of way. What I mean is. They want too much credit as the middleman. 
They care about that green though. You have you have the buyer and the seller. Correct. And then you have companies that normally meet you in the middle. What these companies are starting to learn is people just want their shit. Like, yeah. We just want our stuff. They, they don't they don't give a damn about walking through your store and perusing through your aisles anymore. That's dead. Man, At bro. all. Because if people want components for computers. They know where to go get components for computers. You're not going to browse the aisle and be like, oh, this memory chip looks great. I wasn't thinking about a memory chip, but today I think I'm going to buy a memory chip for my computer. It's some shit that you already knew that you wanted that you right. went to go get. Right. So it's like, I don't need all this grandiose stuff. And hey, we can cut down the middleman, let people get this stuff directly online. Mm -hmm. We will hook them up with the buyer. Correct. You know what I'm saying? We'll be the plug. Correct. We can get some money out of it. We'll get some money out of it. But we don't we don't have to take all the money. So and I use Best Buy as an example. Best Buy is closing a lot of stores because online is reigning supreme. And they're killing it. Yeah. Yeah. They're killing it. Yeah, yeah. So this kind of goes back to the initial question, right? Like, like for real. How do you feel about this whole reopening? And and I'm coming from a standpoint of uh you know, uh, the protests behind this reopening. Stupid Both sides. Wait, wait, Pete. Both sides. Stupid shit. Uh, just everything. Like, what are your what are your thoughts? Like, how do you feel about this reopening for real? We spent a lot of time just now I'm talking business, about yeah, from yeah. a business standpoint. But do who is is one side right and one side wrong? And let me be clear, I'm not talking about these numb nuts. Damn, I can see. Wait, what? You were clear right quick. When you said, let me be clear, you turned clear. You didn't know? The light is upon me, Like an ex-woman. The light is upon <laughs> me. Dope. Go ahead. Go hey. ahead. I'm sorry. Carry on. I've been trying to tell you <laughs> all these, all these, what, 18 years? You've been knowing yes, me. Forget. But no. No, but seriously. Seriously. This, this real talk, right? I'm not talking about them people using this as an opportunity to mask their prejudice, their bigotry their racist views and waving these uh quote unquote trump flags in the name of american freedom uh and all these other innuendos and idiosyncrasies and this basically fake shit right. these false flags that they're trying to put out there as a mask for oh well i'm not how can you call me racist? I'm just fighting for our freedom, but all the while you 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 talking about high ho Hitler, right? I'm not talking about these idiots, but I am talking about these brothers and sisters that agree on topics like me. I feel like there might be some it might be some stuff going down where the government's trying maybe trying to manipulate us into this one world government type of situation where you got mandatory vaccines, which I do absolutely do not agree with. I'm talking about those sides. Take I mean, out the take out the idiots, right? Let's stick to stupid. the views. Let's, yeah. let's stick to the views. It's, this is what been, are your thoughts about the been, people that say, "Hey, now y'all are infringing upon our rights to be business owners and things like this that." Is, this is what I knew. What I mean, this is what happened when any. When it, there's an opportunity and there's big government in any area mm -hmm. and an opportunity arises like this, whether it's manufactured or it's something that was actually real, right. it's still going to be used to capitalize on the people that are below. It's always been like that. So if that, if that means that this situation leads them to be able to take away more rights, this is something that people have been talking about for the past five, six years. And just people didn't, they turned, they put a deaf ear to it, right? People decide to listen to whatever they want to listen to because they 
they were moving at the wrong tempo. And then when shit slows down, now they like, oh, so all the people that was talking about this four or five years ago, this is what you mean. Mm-hmm. So now people want to join the same people that was pro- been protesting outside. Now they want to go outside and say, well, yeah, I don't, I think taking away, I think, why Why should my kid have, have, have a vaccine now all of a sudden? He, he sees his back, you know, he doesn't have his vaccines or something like that. Like now people starting to get on board. I, I agree with, I agree with, I mean, that's that's been the for me from how I always viewed it. That's always been the plan. It's always been the plan for these people to be able to have everything. It's easier to be able to manage, right? If you have nationalism, religion, all these different isms, right, separate mm-hmm. us, right? Mm-hmm. You know, divide and conquer, right? Mm-hmm. But in reality, from a, from managing people, mm-hmm. especially as, as this many people on Earth now, it'd probably be much easier if everybody was consolidated into one solid group. <laughs> that's from their viewpoint you know billionaire who is, who is bi- billionaire view, billionaire conversations are different we always talk about this <laughs> it's, it's, it's completely different you talking about people like bill gates that already has stuff planned out who just for, retired might i add right four uh, or five years prior. ironically yeah, yeah, yeah. one month before and i'm not saying it's just what bill. Retirement saying? yeah i'm not yeah, i'm not saying retirement. he was retired a long time ago I'm not saying it's just Bill I'm or anybody. I'm talking about his public no, I understand. display That's of what retirement. I'm I'm I, I, I understand what but you're saying. But the, the moral of the story is this. Mm-hmm. This is true. When people protest towards that, I do agree with that because this is all they've made it known. Rockefellers have wrote, written, there have been a number of books that you can go read where they kind of almost detail it to the exact timing of when the shit's going to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. So if anybody's been paying attention and reading any kind of literature, they've mm-hmm. told you what was going to happen. They've, mm-hmm. they've told you numerous amounts of times about what was going to end up happening. Mm-hmm. So when people go out and protest and say, hey, we don't want to do the vaccine stuff. They even they predicted that as well. Like, yeah, people will protest, but I guarantee you people still going to have to get vaccinated. Yeah, if your ass can't eat, <laughs> you know, you're going you to have to go get vaccine. You're going you to have to do it. Right, so it's like the mark of the beast. So, yeah. what do you think is going to become of those people that are? So, you got the the people probably that we, and I'll say I could relate to, right? That that are not racist, that yeah. don't, and I'm talking about people that don't look like me because yeah. this is the picture we see on social media and and everything every day. We only see them, the 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 you know the the lovers of the um, man, the Cheeto man. Out there yeah. with the flags and all that, right? right? I'm talking about the people that really believe in self-sustainability that don't look like me. The people that don't look like me that really believe, man, I believe this might be a way for y'all to try to push vaccines in us. And I I, I agree with them. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? No, from, sure. a, from a holistic Dr. Sebi side of things. Yeah. We're of we're talking the same language. How do you How do you feel about the people that are not... On that spectrum of, well, I'm out here protesting because I don't want y'all to give me mandatory vaccines. I'm not with that group up there, you know, with the with the Confederate flags and the swastikas and all that and all that. But I don't believe that y'all should be trying to push mandatory vaccines on me. What do you say to the people that are on that other spectrum? Like, what what do you think is going to come of that? Bumby said the best. All All they know is what the fuck I tell them and what the fuck we sell them. Mm. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like so. Man, hip hop's so cold. I can't express the, that enough. The the picture Story that you're tellers. painting, the picture that you're painting, I get. Uh huh. But there are just as many Democrats protesting to open up as our Republicans. Oh, but I be- I know. I, I know you know, but I'm putting that out there. Right. But you're the, right. But the deal is, again, TV's going to show 
again, it, we're, we're gang banging, right? It's Red to boys versus fullest, blue boys. Fullest. I don't so hear nobody like, saying nothing about bloods and creeps. So, so we're right going to keep that narrative. There are lots of Republicans that are terrified to open up right now. And we're still on the same dumb shit, right? Like, so here's my deal. You know, I go back to abortion. If you don't want an abortion, don't have one. Right. But it is not on you to put pressure on somebody else for their own reasons for doing what they feel they need to do. Because you don't give a fuck about that kid. Let's be real. Right. Let's be really real. You don't real. even know him. You don't know him. You don't know him. You don't know him. No skin in the game. You have no Sweat skin in the game. Sweat equity nor emotional equity. And then, and then when, the, out there. when the kid gets older, you want to they get shot by the cops. You don't give a shit. Don't yeah. give a damn. So let's cut the bullshit. Right. If you want to open up, open up. If you don't want to open up, don't open up. Mm. That's how I feel. If you yeah. want to get out there and patronize businesses, go for it. If you're not with it and you're scared, that's fine too. Stay mm -hmm. at home. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we we have this whole stupid ass consensus that we all have to migrate and move in one way. Man. And we Man, don't that's... have to. We have too many. There are 328 million lanes in this country. Man. Stay in yours. Boy. That's big For those that don't understand on, what I'm saying, there are 328 million people in the U.S. Stay, Stay in your, your damn lane. lane. Stay in your lane. We don't need I government don't... patties. We don't need somebody saying, well, you shouldn't be doing this. Well, who are you? I think I'm doing me. Here, who are you? Here's the deal. I mean, there are reasons that people don't like vaccinations. Yes. And it's okay. Hey, the, I'm going to raise my hand. Transparency. I'm one of them. There, there are reasons. A real vaccination. Yeah. I'm not talking about this stuff you got to take every year. Because if you're taking something every year, is it really a vaccination or is it inoculation? That's a whole nother podcast. There is a whole nother podcast. But there are people that are all for it. And that's cool too. Right. Everybody stay in your lane. I understand what people say. If you don't get it and I get it, what's the use? Hey, you want to get it, get the shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Straight up. <laughs> some people, hey. Some, some people are wearing masks. Some people so aren't. I love Pete. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Some people are wearing masks and some people aren't. Correct. When I go to You're I right. normally don't wear a mask. Mm, I beat my head too. Hey, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not tripping. But it's like, I can't even breathe in the mud. Like, I'm chilling. Like, and, and again, yeah, I'm not knocking that. I'm not knocking anybody that wears a mask. I'm not calling anybody names. I'm not saying people are fearful or scared. I'm not saying any of that shit. What I'm right. saying is, for my choice, and yes, I'm aware of my household and who lives here, but I hardly wear a mask unless I'm in a truly crowded situation. Mm -hmm. Or I'm somewhere where they ask me to wear a mask. Because mm -hmm. here's the deal. If I go to spend money at an establishment and they say, hey, for our safety, we would appreciate if you wear a mask, I'll wear a mask. Right. I'm, not, I'm not wearing no goddamn mask. <laughs> You're going to let me in your place and I'm not going to wear a mask. The dumbest shit ever. That's retarded. And people get on Facebook and all kind of other shit and they're proud of the fact that they went off on somebody making $15 an hour. Right. They went off on a $15 an hour employee just following the rules. Man. Because they asked them to wear a mask. In the words of Dick Grady, what kind of fool is you? What kind huh? of fool is you? Fool huh? Is you? Huh? Huh? But but <laughs> but for real. So like, I went to Costco. Costco was like, "Hey, if you're not wearing a mask, don't bring your ass in here." Hey. They're a lot nicer about it. Like, hey, we require that you wear a mask. If Upon entrance to our store. Hey, hey, guess what? That's how it was at my center what? too. If that's how you want it, to, so be it. So be if it. If I don't want to do that. Then I will go somewhere else that doesn't make me wear a mask. Yeah. But I'm not finna stand in front of pro, uh, Costco and protest. Correct. I went to a janitorial supplier that I've been using since I started my company. Right. Good dude. He yeah. jumped all over me. Hey, pizza man. Hey, you have a family man. 
You're not taking this serious. You're not taking this serious at all. You need to wear a mask. But so you, you know what I did? You put a mask on. The next time I came up there, I had a mask on. But it's not that big of a deal. I'm not going to... Let yeah, me finish. Oh, sorry. I'm okay. not going to stand in front of his mom-pop store and protest because this man gives a shit about his safety. Right. And I'm not saying I don't, but that's what makes him feel better. That's what I'm cool with. So right. it is what it is. So here's where I'm going with that, right? At the end of the day, when people truly understand how to respect and understand the lane they're they're in, number one, <laughs> we're all individuals. We don't all have to sing to the same sheet of music. And this is a point in me asking Two this question. Because as you can see, I have a different view from Pete. And, and people, we're married. People but we respect each other on a daily basis. People people want to conform. Yeah, people are used to conform to what they relate to. I do not make you wear a mask so put your home. mask on and give me a kiss okay y'all believe that if you want to ain't nothing, ain't nothing getting in the way of me getting the kiss i'm gonna tell you that right now but anyway so uh but seriously right it's it's about people understanding their lanes and and to your point it's about people respecting that other people may not think like me and this is where i, I think the crux of it is the main word, hell, if I was on Reading Rainbow, an episode, <laughs> I'd be like, the word for the day is human decency. Human decency. That's it. Period. That's it. Period. I might not think like you. I might not walk like you. I might not talk like you. And God knows if we could get on a, a world megaphone to the idiots out there, I might not look like you. But respect, respect me, respect my opinion, respect my lane, respect my space. But people who feel like they have a, a superiority in some way, they don't know how to do that. And personally, that's why I call that type of condition a dis-ease. They're dis they're, they're, they have an unease about people not conforming to them. That's a disease. I call it racism, bigotry, all that good stuff. Now... Shit don't go your That's way, you the start stuff whining. that gotta change. Shit like right now, way, we don't whining. have a choice. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's simple. It's well, when people have to. People have to stop condoning the bullshit. Boy, and people have to understand who you are outside of politics. Man, I mean, it's so many people. Oh, as a as a as a conservative. Oh, as a as a liberal, I feel. Oh, <laughs> It's a bunch of lit. Hey, I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, I, I don't. Like, who are you? Correct. I mean, like you just said, you're pro mask. Yeah, I'm pro. I don't give a shit. Right. And and and, and that that encompasses you too. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're like, hey, I, I'm all about the mask, and I'm like, hey, if you like the mask, I love the mask. I'm chilling. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Like. I'm pro. I don't give a shit. So, but then you have underlying conditions that come in there for sure. that come into play in in, in terms of why I and then, know, and which why I don't knock but anybody exactly. I don't knock exactly. anybody exactly. But I'm a big dude, man. I can't <laughs> you breathe got to shit. breathe. I gotta breathe. Look, I look. I <laughs> want you to wear a mask, but I don't want your ass passing out in Walmart just because you I, got a mask on. I, I am know? more susceptible to passing the hell out because <laughs> I can't, can't breathe. breathe. Than I am to probably catch some damn disease because I'm not wearing a mask. Hey, like, let's I, be real. I, I understand, love. Like, wholeheartedly. And everybody's immune systems are different, too. Correct. And like I said, I understand Correct. and respect all of that. Correct. But where it is coming to play is like, I, like I said, man, hey, the protests when people want to open up, I get it. 
I'm not even knocking those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't get on stage and rip up tickets and shit because now right. you're just being an asshole. Straight. But, but <laughs> I get where you're coming from when really and truly, and it might not be you per se, but you are speaking on the behalf of people that need to feed their families. Yeah. What's yeah. your what's your what's your thoughts, odds? I mean, yeah, like it's simple. Like I said before, you probably caught it before, but mm-hmm. when shit don't go somebody's way, they start whining. And you know, if you're used to having people bow down and you know people start getting opinionated, you feel some kind of way about how people move or how people want to handle things on their own. And I don't know, like it's, y'all pretty much covered it all. Just do you, man. Like do <laughs> do do you. You know, be safe, practice, you know, just use your brain. Like, don't try to, don't make a move because a bunch of niggas made a move. Make a move because <laughs> you making a move for your safety and your family. Don't, that makes no sense to to do something like that. And for anybody worrying about any what anybody else think about what you do for your actions, like, then you got a problem. Cause, yeah, it's self-searching. You know, like, it's self-searching. don't, yeah, don't. Don't worry about what people think about what you when you make a decision about what you want to do. If you don't want to wear, wear a mask, you don't want to take these things serious. That's your choice, you know. Um, if somebody wants to do that, that's his choice. That's his or her choice. So right. let them let them be. Let them do that. Don't judge them. Don't put them in a category. Don't say, "Oh, he's a part of this group," you know, all that shit. Like that's a decision that that man or that woman made. But you but you know what I don't want to do? I don't want to show up to the airport two hours before my damn flight. Right. Yeah. Where was that energy? No, seriously. Yeah. Hey, when, when, hey. when, when major things Big happen, facts. <laughs> when major things happen, a hundred, a hundred. That's a hundred percent facts for people that's listening. God. When major things happen, Jesus, there are major shift in the rules, right? <laughs> and that's my curiosity. My curiosity more so, what rules are gonna come out of this shit? Because things are gonna be different forever. Oh yeah. Just like again, I remember when I was a kid, I could go sit in the damn cockpit and put my hands on the steering wheel of the plane and get some wings. Pinned on me by the pilot, cause my dad used to travel all the time when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I had all—I mean, I, I literally—I had a bag of pilot wings, cause every time he go, I would literally go sit in the cockpit. I used to want to be a pilot. You know what I'm saying? Nine Eleven happened, nigga. Your ass ain't seen the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, Shut the door. Shut if, the if, if doors. Airport, <laughs> if you get to the airport early enough, you might see his ass go get on the plane. But you don't see the pilot. Might see him at the bar, but you ain't gonna see That's him on fact. the plane. I feel like I feel like to answer your question about where was the energy at, and this comes down to just fear. Um, I ain't trying to get too deep, but no, it's, you it's a situation man. where you have you have COVID, right? Which is an airborne, you know, disease, right? Virus. Correct. You know, whatever. Make no mistake. There is no listener. So so from from a, we are visual creatures, right? Mm-hmm. We we process like. A lot of our sensors, most of our sensors are dealing with our vision, right? And other than smell and taste. But vision is a very big part of how we process a lot of stuff from a psychological perspective. If an enemy, or in this case fear, right, which is COVID, has no presence, visible presence, mm-hmm. it might not it might not give off the proper fear response. For people that way, you know, so that that might be why people Ooh. come out to go out and they feel like they want to be a little bit stronger about it. But but with eyes. something like a something like a, a false flag where you you blame somebody with a turban, right? That has an image, right? So now Man. when you associate an image something with something that's see. fear, they can see yeah, it, it has right? A fear. So then people don't be like, well. Do we oh, should we should man. we get should we get should we really get that active that's against something like that? But, but wait, but wait, even, but wait. That's a whole nother. That's, that's a might whole be why nother. people. That might be I, why I people don't saying. take that action. But check it out. But let's go to the common goddamn sense of it all, right? Yeah. When nine eleven happened, 
Mm-hmm. Let's just say however it happened, right? I'm not going to go into my beliefs or whatever. I'm going to just at the bare facts. Mm-hmm. It was a person that hijacked a plane mm-hmm. and crashed into a building, right? The, what the hell does that got to do with me getting to the airport two hours early? Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, like, why do I have to go through all of this crazy stuff now? You know, I'm not blowing up planes. I mean, the so technology is there. Media. The technology is there. Like, let's, let's, so, and I think I said this on another podcast. Not only is the technology there, I have been able to pay money for certain, um, to certain companies and certain government entities that allow me to go through the fast lane now. Mm-hmm. I ain't got to go through half that bullshit because the technology is there. So all they're doing is selling you, it's, it's still a class service, right? Mm-hmm. It's no different in the first class. If you can pay a little extra, you can get clear. Let me ask and you, you can bypass the line, hang on. Exactly. And you pay a little bit extra, you can get global entry. And you don't have to take your shoes off or your belt off, uh, your, your laptop out the bag, none of that shit. You can just go through. Hmm. That's for sale. Yeah. For sale. For sale. It's that's, for sale. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's a fact. miss me with the BS. This shit is hmm. for sale. It will be for sale down the line. Mm-hmm. Being able to roam around the way you want to, or you want to go to the movies and see where the hell you want to. So for fifty dollars, I'll see you in the seat in the damn house you want. So the crux <laughs> of it, the root of That's it, true. is convenience will always be for sale. Convenience will always be for sale. Convenience is always a commodity. But you know it what's different? It's the biggest slavery. But you know what's different though? Hell yeah. But you know what's different? Which is why I like those people that went out there, and I don't like to rip it up tickets. But people like we need to open the hell up. Yeah. And I take my liberties. I get it. Because this is a convenience. That you're taking away from me. But here's the thing. Back again. Slavery was a convenience. To the whole world. That did not make that shit right. Let me be clear. Mm-hmm. So who's going to stand up and be like. Hey I know this is going on. And I know y'all need y'all conveniences. But y'all will. Do what's right. But these are two different. Let's be real about that though. These are two different kind of conveniences yeah. we're talking about. We're talking about a business convenience. Hmm. Versus, versus a way to live convenience. Yeah. Like I said, think about it. No, Pete. Hear me out. Listen to me. If you have a five o'clock flight okay. and you've had them, I've had them, we've had them. Right. We know good and goddamn well nobody's at the airport at five o'clock in the morning. You literally should be able to get there about 45 minutes before your flight, put your shit down, and walk on the flight. They still ask you to be there at three o'clock. And at three o'clock, ain't even nobody in the day. They still mopping floors. And whistling and shit. So it's like that's not a slavery thing. This is a no, no, no. I didn't. I'm not. Right, right, right. I, I know you're no not. Mistake. I know you're not. I'm not comparing this. I'm talking about convenience alone. But convenience I'm, of other people will make those people being convenience forget about the humanity and on the other side of the fence. I feel very, you. very fast. I feel what you're saying. And that shit ain't right. And but that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm with those people that got out there and said we gotta open up. Because here's the facts. The bottom will fall out if we don't open up. Mm. How long will you allow us small businesses? Because let's be real. So let, let, let's look at our game bangers, right? Let's look at let's look at our thugs of the country. Right? The who, blue boys. According to who? Huh? Oh, you mean Republican versus Democrats? Yes. Okay, I feel you. Come the blue on. the blue let's boys bring it, let's bring it back another way. The blue boys are pro big business. Correct. By by default. Correct. Right? And the Red Boys are pro-small business by default. Right. And so the Red Boys, you got a Red Boy running the country right now. And he so, don't even know what color he is. But wait a minute. Just make it real. He orange. Well, that's a different that's a different story. <laughs> but the Red Boys say, hey, we're pro-small business. Right. So now 
small business, like, what the hell is going on? Correct. If you're pro us, why can't we operate? Right. Why are we out here starving to death? The suit, the suit on the, the exterior suit say red boys, but the interior, uh, you know, white, white button up, white tees and all that. That stuff is not. Uh, Everybody follows the money trail. Correct. That's what I'm saying. There, there is no real party. Everybody's out here following the money trail. It don't, it don't matter what you believe in. That's true. At the end of the day, everybody's following the money trail. That's that's my point. And if the money trail says, hey, get rid of these mom pops because you get rid of these mom pops, we'll thrive. Man. And we'll, we'll shoot you money. Obama bailed out the banks. Trump bailed out the people and the banks. You see what I'm saying? Like, everybody's got their thing. But it still goes back to it's still going to benefit the banks. It's still going to benefit the banks. <laughs> that day I saw, okay, hey, we're going to bail out the people. Don't worry, banks, we got you. Can't forsake you. So we'll let you bail out small businesses. And the banks did a piss-poor-ass job. And, hey, I was, I was fortunate enough to have a great bank. But the banks did a piss-poor-ass job in whole of bailing out small businesses. Mm. Because they went back and said, oh, it's going to be a 1% interest payback on these PPP loans. Yeah, this guy that needs $30,000. <laughs> <laughs> when I get the shit back from him, three hundred bucks. This company over here needs thirty million. Yeah. So let's go after these thirty million dollar companies, get them situated first, and then we'll get down to the small companies. Well, who needs the money? The guy needs thirty thousand dollars. The guy needs thirty million. Yeah. The guy needs thirty thousand dollars. Needs the money for real. But he's he's that much closer to doors closing. Yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. Like. I'm with the protesters on that end, but at the same time, we have to respect human decency. I have to understand that as much as I want things to open up, there are some people that aren't ready. Right. And for those that aren't ready, I get it. Because it's scary out here. The numbers are scary. Like, forget the death rate. You can't go out to death rate for shit. My man Rude Jude said it. If you have COVID and you get hit by an asteroid, your ass died of COVID. So forget the death rate. The people that got sick, those numbers are crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. What were you going to say? Oh, no. No. It's, I was just saying, like, and, it, and just going back to the, the point of, like, why people didn't why people didn't take action back then versus why people take action now. Mm-hmm. Is, like I said, um, visibly, for instance, right, if you walk in. It's the boogeyman. Yeah, it's, the, it's, it's if you can, if you see, if you put a face on the boogeyman, right, it changes your day-to-day activity, right? Somebody might think they can talk a big game about something, but if they, as soon as CNN, Fox 4, and all these media outlets flash Osama bin Laden and say, this guy was responsible for this act that put us in this position, right? Everybody that thought they was tough, they stepped back and like, oh, this is for real. Now, yeah. you got people, now you got people now, right? You got people in, with COVID, right? Let's replace COVID with Osama, right? Because that's the face. The COVID doesn't have a face, right? You can you can argue that the people are the face, the but it's but it's invisible. It's an invisible enemy, right? To be able to be utilized, to be able to neutralize people and get rights from people. The Man. reason why people take acts now is because the nigga is invisible. It doesn't have a face, unless it's a latent face, which might be the case. Maybe the face might be the numbers eventually, to where the numbers ends up being the face, and then people humble themselves about protests and all this stuff. But I don't think people will stop that. I think the reason why people take action now is because this enemy doesn't have a face. This is the first enemy that does not have a logical face. All of the enemies that they use to be able to take away rights from people and neutralize people and put them in a vegetable state to where they can go ahead and pass bills, 
This one's a little bit different because it's a bigger scale, but it doesn't have a face. So people feel like they have a little bit of gusto to be able to step outside and protest. And plus, you mess with people's money, too. So it's a little bit different Man. as well. And, and they protesting a mess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy. Yeah. But but I feel but but let's look at the bullshit factor, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Osama was the face of terror, so they hung Saddam Hussein. Yeah, <laughs> right. shit. it was like, hey, they like, they were on the way. It was like, oh shit, that's a dog house. Let's go get this nigga yeah. right quick. Go hang him on the way to yeah. go get Bin Laden, which they didn't get for damn fifteen what fifteen years later. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like it, it, it's crazy in that sense because it's like what bogus because the rules are bogus. What yeah. bogus ass rules are gonna come out of this? Because oh, we're going to have some bogus-ass bogus rules. I do think people like, will continue to fight, though. That's a, At least you get to see it, right? I mean, at least you get to see people get mad for it. a change. I love right? it. You see, because for a while, like, anytime... But fight for what you happen, believe yeah, in, but don't yeah. knock anybody else. Yeah. Especially when it comes to that. Because we're not talking... We're talking about a true matter of personal preference. Correct. And that is the whole crux of... <laughs> What do y'all think, like, for real? I was in a meeting. I was in a business it's meeting It's a the personal day. preference. Yeah. It's all about perspective. That's the Where whole do you crux. lie? Where That's do you the lie whole in this point. whole thing? Yes. Some people lie on this end. Some people lie on this and end. And we have to be okay be with somebody that is our neighbor or someone. And this is a whole point, listeners, right? We have to be okay with operating in what we believe in in this whole pandemic. Or letting somebody else do the same. And versus... Versus what someone else might believe in, or what did you just say, Pete? We can operate in our, our arenas while letting somebody else do the same. Or, is or, that simple? It's, it's that simple. Listen, stay focused, people. Stay focused, and 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 I'll leave you with that. I'll I'll get your thoughts, you know, odds and and Pete on so we can close this out. But that that really is the crux of this episode because it's just it's too much it's too much going on like if we could leave the listeners with one thing about what we're seeing with this reopening what would that be what would what would your what would your insight be and and, and i don't even want to say advice right because we're not all knowing we're just on I this am. podcast <laughs> i don't know about y'all but i'm pretty. a little different y'all you know he's special and I still I got love that him. Morgan Freeman voice. But <laughs> no, seriously, Jared but Jones, God like voice. we're not all knowing. We're just eight. We're we're one. Or I try to have multiple perspectives. If you as you can see, I hardly ever uh, agree with Pete's perspectives a hundred percent. Not even seventy percent. And we're married. It's okay. So that's the point, right? Like <laughs> I want you all to glean what you can. From whatever conversations you might be having to to understand that hey, just do what you feel is right, but don't 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 tax somebody else because they don't they don't see it your way. Everybody out here got to live. Now, one thing we do have to be square on together, the people that get it, allies. These ignorant mofos out here using racist uh, innuendos as a source around this whole thing, they got to be stopped, period, point blank. There's no gray area on this. What I'm talking about on this, this particular episode is discussing how we can navigate through the different perspectives on how we feel about opening up should we do it? Should we not do it? It's here. How are you handling it? And how are you going to move forward 
given that that's the state we're in. So odds, I'll start with you. You kind of are voice as of now, as you could, you know, pick up on. I don't know if you gather that or not. For that 25 to, you know, that young adult group, really and truly, not that you speak for everyone, but you're pretty in tune. I mean, you stay you stay in the know of kind of like, okay, this is how we see it. If nothing else, you bring a different perspective than what even me and Pete might have. From what you've seen, what is a nugget that you could leave with the listeners that say, you know, here's how we are kind of, here's how I'm kind of seeing it, and maybe other people my age might be seeing it this way. But hey, guess what, listeners? Have that conversation with the people my age that you know, so that there's no un- misunderstanding. I say what, forget what even mean? if it even don't even tiptoe around it. If it is a misunderstanding, let other people that that view that as a misunderstanding, let them deal with that. Again, it's all about staying in our lane. Mm-hmm. So, if I was somebody and they reopening right now, and you know some people might had might have had a service job, some people might have had a job that might be allowed them to be able to get money now. Mm-hmm. Start looking into a different hustle that is virtual immediately. That's my only like. Sure. That's that like. Um, it's it's as simple as that, you know. Whether whatever you want to get into, what you know, whatever if you want to get into econ, if you want to get into anything that you want to be able to have some kind of income that does not require you to use your hands or be in a physical presence. It, now is the time to. They letting you outside. If you know somebody that is doing it and you like, he frowned upon it and he, you know, you listen. Use that as a resource now. Humble yourself. We This is 2020. This is a different world. Use resources around you. Use this time to be able to communicate with people and find different hustles that do not require you to be in a physical presence with people, period. That's the number one thing I would do if I had the opportunity to be able to get outside. Now, if I was in a predicament where, you know, yeah. and, and, and build skill and build skills up that allow you to be in a situation where you can be remote. One of those two things. That's it. In, in particular, what skills stand up to out to you the most that people should probably be trying to develop in in these particular? If times? you if you're good with computers and you understand code, code it's so easy, it's retarded. If you have, you can scrape up a hundred. Everybody got the stimulus money. You can put money right now on a cor- a six month course and pay two hundred dollars, and become proficient enough in coding to where you can probably be able to get some kind of small online or work from home job to where you do not have to physically deal with people. It's all about what you want to do, right? So the opportunity is there. Um, If I was somebody in that position, I would take that route. If you don't like computers and code, you can always do customer service, whatever you need to do to be able to get yourself in a position to where if something like this or we get called back inside, you never know if the numbers go up too high, you might be going back inside quick. Use this opportunity to really be able to Put yourself in a better position that way you are ready. Because a lot of niggas weren't ready, right? A lot of niggas, was sitting, you know, a lot of people weren't ready. So that's that's my whole take on it. Yeah. 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 Pete, what you got? Same question. What's the question? I'm playing. Um, <laughs> understanding. Yes. Common sense. Decency. Yes. Empathy. Yes. That's all I'm asking. Like, we're, we're not we're not all going to agree here. And that's okay. I mean, we're in uncharted territory with this. I mean, we have people that believe that, I mean, this is just as bad as the flu. And if you look at the numbers of infection versus the flu numbers, I can see where they feel that way. Now, talking about deaths, we're talking about the numbers. 
Because the death numbers are skewed. Hospitals are getting paid off reporting deaths. Correct. So the numbers are skewed. But if you look at the infection rate, this is a dangerous disease. Mm-hmm. But the people that the amount of people that actually probably get it and pass away from it is probably, I would say, less than 5%. If I could just throw a number out there, if the numbers were real. So I understand where the people come from when they say, hey, we have to open up. Not to mention the fact that we have to open up. You know, so I get those people, but I also get the people that say, hey, it's not time. Because I'm 50-50. I'm on the fence. You know, a part of me is like, hey, yeah, we're opening up. The other part of me is like, hey, it's not time. Mm-hmm. It's not time. But going out to eat today showed me that there's a lot of things I took for granted. A lot. Like the ability to just go sit at a nice restaurant. Shout out to Bottle and Bond one more time. Yeah, Bottle and Bond. I got some good food. <laughs> <laughs> that That's from the words first of somebody time. who has been there for the first time in a different generation. But, Shout out to Bottle and Bond, Frisco, Texas. Y'all check them out, listeners. Like, really. But yeah, sitting in that restaurant today just made me think like, man, this is something that I felt that the last time I walked out of those doors... I'd be able to go back whenever I wanted to. Correct. And that was not necessarily the case. Mm-hmm. You know, on the flip side, I got to enjoy some real quality time with the family. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of weird because we're at that weird age of the family where everybody kind of stays in their own rooms, right? With the girls <laughs> on the Yes, and then we come out like, hey, I forgot what you look like today. Hey, how you doing? I love Get you. Like that but, but we For also- real, that's real talk, y'all. Y'all know, listeners, y'all know what I'm talking about. Nah, everybody knows. Don't act. Some people do. Some, people, some people do, some people don't. Yeah, but, you're right. You're right. But the ability to just to spend that time around your family and do certain things. I mean, look, think about the amount of time that we enjoyed outside as a family mm-hmm. that I can say we've never done before. That's and, and it's something that I don't want to give up that I know that goes away when everybody goes back to normal. To business as usual. But that's why business should not go back to business as usual. Well, business won't go back to business as usual. I think that's what the lesson in all of this was. We, If we go back to business as usual, I'm not talking about like in the last uh, what prior episode, we were like, oh, well, if you don't come out of this with a business... That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about coming out of this with a different perspective and a different appreciation about what you have at your fingertips in terms of resources. Well, well the rules won't allow you to go back to business. Correct, so. correct. Like, I'm looking at places now that don't stay open late anymore. Yes. And nobody's missing anything, right? Everybody's mm-hmm. home, the streets aren't as crowded. Like, it was crazy. Like, I remember three weeks going somewhere, and I was like, man, I feel like I'm the only person on the road. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I had to drive to the other side of town, and it, oh, was, it was business as usual. Oh, I got you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, I think the company should reevaluate the work from home situations, and and understand the production that they're getting. Mm-hmm. I think that restaurants should continue to be innovative. Like I'm watching restaurants that don't deliver now deliver, and not even DoorDash per se. There's actually delivering. So I'm watching. I'm watching companies that didn't have the infrastructure to deliver all of a sudden are gathering and gaining the infrastructure to deliver. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Everybody's evolving through this. Even as an as a owner of a cleaning company, the way we clean now is going to be different forever. So yeah. it's about adapting to the changes. It's about embracing the right changes. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's about fighting for the ones that are fighting against the ones that are bullshit. Mm-hmm. And you got to fight for what you believe in. So like I said, for those who are protesting that we need to stay at home, I feel you. And for those that are protesting, we need to open up. I feel you. And for those that are straddling the fence, like, I don't know. I'm just scared. I hope I don't die. I fucking feel you. Mm -hmm. I feel everybody. 
And I think that there's room for everybody to have their feelings in this. So with all that being said, how I feel about opening up is, honestly, I'm glad we're opening up. I think people need to exercise caution, wash your hands. Don't get too damn close to me if I don't know you. And uh, let's just let's just practice some decency. You know, like, I, I, and I know I'm rambling on, but. No, you're good. I've been playing golf a lot lately. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because I play golf and then all of a sudden I was like, the golf courses are closed. I'm like, damn, the golf courses are closed? Why? And then the governor, I guess somebody else asked a question to the governor. He's like, hey, we'll open them up. But you got to walk. You know, no carts. Or one, to work, one person to a cart. But I've been playing a golf a lot lately. And man, just the. Everybody's normally pretty cool when you play. Mm-hmm. But now it's really like, hey, man, we're outside. I don't know shit about you, but what's up, man? I know you're happy to be at the house like I am. Right. Commonality. Commonality. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? From from a various range of people. And golf has always been that way. Like the old stigma, and I, maybe it's because I'm not playing at the fancy, fancy, fancy country clubs. But golf has always been like, man, you, you would look at somebody and be fully amazed by the conversation you have with a complete and total stranger. And they probably feel the same way about my black ass. <laughs> Let's just be real. Yeah. But that's the beauty of the sport. But anyway, yes, just the the people that are playing golf is like, man, they people just happy to be out. Yeah. So enjoy your quality of life, respect your quality of life, respect the next man, woman, and respect their feelings and how they feel about this and push on. It's not for you to change somebody's mind. It's just for you to reinforce and strengthen your own feelings and beliefs. Right. If you can do that, you'll be straight. I have no desire to make anybody feel the way I feel about COVID. None. Right. Right. That's all I got to say. That's That's real. real. On that note, hey, listeners, we said it in uh, not the last episode, not the the one last week, but the week before that. Do you, boo? Do you. Do you. But be smart. Holla. Hey.